0: All right, all right. This is Tweaker Turner here at House of Pride Radio. Today's special show: a tribute to Orlando uh, Pirata, and with us is his partner from Citrusonic, Maria Marquez. Can you hear me?
1: Hi, Tweaker. I can hear you.
0: I can hear you. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. How are you holding up, Maria?
1: Up. It's been very stressful and overwhelming, but I'm, I'm doing good now, I have to say, <laughs> about a week later. I'm doing better.
0: I think um, everyone would agree it came as a shock, unexpected, and it was really a hit for not only the community, but uh, all of his friends and people who knew him because of the kind of person he was. Can you um, lead us in a bit and, and tell us the kind of friendship he offered you, if you were l- so lucky to have one with him?
1: Well, well, first I want to say thank you for doing this tribute to him, Tweeka, because um, it's really special that you took the time to organize what is going to be a fascinating show. (laughs) We have some really great guests, and I really appreciate you, and you've been part of the Sonic family for some time now, and thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for for joining us. Um, uh, None of this is easy, but it just felt like, we needed to give back some love his way. I'm sure he's looking down on us, and <laughs> <laughs> and I'm you know, great. you guys, you and him particularly go way back. Um, uh, you are his uh, assistant partner at uh, Citrusonic. I mean, is did your paths cross then, or did you know him before?
1: Uh, we met at um, at a, a club in Hollywood called the mister It was this gay club on. Like, I think it was on a Wednesday or Thursday night. It was, like, in 2001, and um, I met him there. And from there, we became friends, and um, a few years after that, I started working for him at Warner Brothers Records. I was his assistant at, for two years. And then in 2009, he started Citrusonic, and I was right there with him. So, yeah, we go back a, a, long, a long
0: way. Um you sure do and uh wow what what a ride for you though that is uh <laughs> yeah, full speed ahead <laughs> folks um th- uh i mean it's no secret orlando's passion for um iconic o- artists uh, specifically madonna share so forth uh yeah um you know uh being in in the house of pride community lgbtq community uh myself and many others we can really appreciate his uh champion their their uh, releases so successfully um were you what was an example of some of the the part you would play as in your role in Citrusonic to uh you know to make those uh releases hit number one
1: well the the really fun part about uh, our job was actually doing the remixing or trying to get club mixes uh for the club so we would always, like, he would do a list, I would do a list, we'd put them together, we'd weed some out, add some in, it was it was really fun to come up with who we wanted to, to go out to for the remixes, that was, like, the funnest part, and then actually getting the, the mixes in was amazing, that was his favorite part, because he always loved to, um, to get the mixes in, and then the actual promoting, um, that was all him for a long time, he was, he was the promoter and he would make the calls every week to all the DJs and and try to get them on the records. I mean, it was not an easy job, but he thrived in it, so.
0: Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and, and the, the world is a, a much better place because of it. <laughs> all <of> the fabulous <laughs> yeah. music and, uh, you know, I think part of his legacy is keeping the music alive for everyone to enjoy. Uh, as yeah, time goes on I, it's hard to actually talk about Orlando in in this way because it wasn't so long ago that I actually was texting him myself um mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it's catching me off guard actually um how would you des- how would you describe um the special friendship you had with him
1: well he you know he was like family to me when you when you're around somebody for 20 years your, your your relationship develops into just more than just being friends you know he was like family he um his family wasn't you know that close to him meaning like you know they lived far away and i was always in LA and so we were very close and um you know we just spent a lot of time together I was at his home every day you know five days a week for for gosh 15 years you know so yeah. uh, our friendship was just it was tight and and we loved working together I had so much respect for him and you know I, I don't know he was he was so gentle and he was very kind and and hilarious, you know, he had so many stories to tell all of his years being a club promoter to to working at uh, Warner Brothers before I was even there. He had, like, crazy, crazy stories to tell. And at one point he thought about even writing a book about all of his, you know, experiences and, and stuff. But I don't think it's going to happen, but he may have, you know, I know he started to write something, but... Uh, we'll see. I still have, you know, <laughs> a lot of work to do in regards to, like, you know, going through all of his things and, and trying to find these little gems that we can hopefully maybe do something with. We'll see.
0: Are you in um, communications with his family?
1: Yes, every day, yeah. I'm, um, I'm really close with his nephew, and I was really close with his mom when she was alive. Mm-hmm. And his sister, yes, I'm talking to her every single day, too. You know, I'm just there for them. They're, they're, like I said, I've been around for so long, you know, with him and with his mother that his whole family is like family to me. So I'm just trying to help them get through this the best that they can. And, you know, they're really sweet, so.
0: Yes, uh, I, I imagine you guys will all be letting us know in the future uh, about some sort of a uh, celebration of his life or or. You know, not For now, sure. obviously. It's not the right time because of the pandemic. Yeah. And, but uh,
1: We will. We're going to try to do something special. It just, you know, we just have to get through this difficult time and then and then try to plan something a little, you know, maybe in the summer, hopefully, we could pull something off.
0: Yeah, th- everyone would agree this was a major hit to not only the dance community music world, but to everyone who knew him. Boy, no one was expecting it. Um, I know. Just a, just a total shock and, and sad. It's just really sad. Um, uh, you know, what do you think? I mean, what do you think would be one example of the kind of, because of his genius, what do you think would be an example of his legacy, like, down the road? Well, I just know that
1: that all of the artists and DJs and and producers that he's worked with, they all have said, you know, really sweet things about him. And he had a he had a relationship with everybody. Like he had so many friends and so many um, relationships. I swear, I've been on the phone for like seven days, you know, all day, pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> just talking to all of his friends and um, and just, you know. Them, I'm hearing like just so many good things that they that they've said about him so I don't know his legacy is gonna be I think what he contributed to to our community the club community the club scene as a promoter I mean people still talk about you know him being a promoter and his party such sonic and he did a bunch of undergrounds too um, they still talk about how amazing that was and and then his years at Warner Brothers all of the you know not only did he do the divas like Madonna and Cher but he did like Linkin Park and Michael Buble and Seal like he did those types of artists as well so you know didn't they didn't come to him just because you know I don't know he he was the diva guy he he was so (laughs) talented at like you know at all kinds of different artists and he loved he loved that so absolutely yeah, He's had it, his hands on so many things. So we'll, we'll see what sticks out over the next, you know.
0: Yes, and Maria, I'm yeah. so excited about having um, the opportunity to bring some of the um, DJs that were remixing for you guys and playing the music uh, onto the show. They'll be coming up right after you. Uh,
1: I know. That's so exciting. They're going to be way more interesting than me. <laughs> N- so I can't wait to hear what they all have to say. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I've never had a conversation with you before, uh, and not to mention live on uh, House of Pride Radio, but I just yeah. find you, uh, no, I love your energy. You're fabulous. Um, oh, thank you. Before you I too. let you go, let's let's uh, highlight uh, the Orlando Purata Memorial Fund for Wild is Life.
1: Okay, so uh, last year he really started um getting involved with um, rescuing birds specifically and um you know he he loved animals at one time there were like you know birds and a a pig charlotte which you and i've talked about living in his home (laughs) yes (laughs) oh my god charlotte (laughs) thought she was a little dog but yeah he just was so passionate about rescuing and and saving animals and he did want to do a a sanctuary at some point which she was he was starting to he would started planning it and um, you know then he just he fell ill so it's it's not gonna happen but he loved animals and that's and and I and he is so grateful that Diane rescued his uh, five dogs yes
0: that sanctuary.
1: So that, that is fabulous so,
0: so they have a safe home with yes. Diane she'll be on uh, tonight folks at 7 p.m. to tell us a bit more about that and um, you yes. uh, And if you want to contribute to the GoFundMe, it's Orlando uh, Pirata Memorial Fund for Wild, is Life. It's a long title, but that's the title. The goal (laughs) is to (laughs) raise 20, 20 grand. They're up to 2,500 so far. So go ahead and, uh, if you feel the 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 cause, go ahead and contribute. Uh, That would be much appreciated. And. um,
1: Yeah, the link mm-hmm. is on on the Citrusonic Facebook. I think it's also on your page on House of Pride Radio, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, so it's out there. It's it, it's easy to find.
0: Fabulous, Maria. Thank yeah. you during this really difficult time to come on on to the radio and and uh, show some uh, share some love. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me, and thank you for doing this for him. It's so sweet, and I'm I'm so proud of you. And <laughs> and I would love to support you in any way I can. So thank you.
0: Thanks, hon. Uh, you take care now.
1: Okay. You too. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing everybody. Yes, else. Yes. Keep listening, Maria. We
0: have next up DJ Henry uh, Mixer, one of your friends. Actually, one of your family. He considers you his uh his um adopted mother. And Orlando <laughs> was has adopted. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to House of the Pride radio tribute to Orlando. That was DJ Drill G's uh, really fierce remix uh for Madonna. And live on the air is the one and only man himself. Can you hear me? <laughs> I
2: can hear you, sir.
0: All right, sir. I'm I'm good, I'm good. Uh did you just call me sir, tweak Turner, sir? I like you like call it. you, sir. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> that fits my attire today uh <laughs> i forget where we're calling you from is it texas now
2: i'm in texas i'm Dallas now
0: all right that's hot no. yeah thank you for taking the time in this very odd moment in history to join us on house of pride radio for a tribute to orlando um it's very important that you're on the show though because your relationship with him is is quite significant uh in fact you I think I quoted. I read that you consider both Maria and Orlando family. Can can you uh, just give us a little bit a sense of what did you mean by that?
2: Um, Maria and both Orlando uh, played a major role in my life. Um, My family and I hadn't spoken in years, and Orlando basically became a father figure in my life. To me, not only you know teaching me music stuff and A and R and how to remix properly and all these things. he also beseeched me the right way how to be a person. He turned my complete life around. I had fucked up pretty bad. I had made some really bad mistakes at that period of my life. And
3: Orlando kind
2: of turned me around and picked me up and kind of put me back on the right path in life. And, you know, I, I can credit most of the good things in my life to Orlando as putting me on the right path.
0: And, and this, were you living in a Los Angeles as well at one point?
3: I was living in Los Angeles and San Diego at that point.
0: Right, so... Um... Within, you know, in the same vicinity, uh, be able to interact with each other. Uh, yeah, I I saw you guys down. The week. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you came up, you would come up every week, yeah, to the office, yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's uh let's let's um, talk about a little bit about the highlights of your your relationship with Lando professionally. Uh, how far back do you go, with with those guys? Uh,
2: back till I was twenty one, so. 16 years. Wow. Yeah, I came on field trip to L.A. with a manager I had, and uh, he introduced me to L.A., Orlando at uh, Avalon.
0: And were you DJing already at that point?
2: I was starting to DJ. Um, I probably just played at The Rock for, like, the first time
0: mm-hmm. a
2: couple of months prior. Um, I was playing little gigs back then.
0: And uh, what was an opportunity, an example of an opportunity that uh, Orlando presented to you?
2: Um, Orlando, I mean, <laughs> the majority of all the beginning remixes of Dirty Pop Orlando put on, <laughs> there weren't a lot of people who were willing to take a risk on, you know, a new kid, you know, let alone a new gay kid. There weren't there were labels who were taking risks on gay remixes, period, at that point. And um, Brian and I were very focused on bringing that Dirty Pop kind of electro, you know, housey style that... You know, we had down to um <coughs> to labels and stuff, in Orlando really pushed for us hard.
0: Yeah, that is a, you know, you always felt like he had your back, like he wouldn't put you in a box per se, just because you were. Oh no, yeah, you know.
2: he, he definitely
0: did. Um, well, we played, we just played your. That's a fierce mix, you know. I've never actually heard uh your remix before of the Madonna uh, "Bitch" on. The, Bitch, I'm Madonna. Um, I'm going to play a little bit more later. We just got through half of that. Um, tell us about that experience. How did you and Lando? Uh, did he call you one day and say, "Hey, do you want to remix Madonna?"
2: <laughs> well, I was working from <laughs> A&R stuff, and uh, I'd been up his ass to. Uh, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. I to do it. Let me do this back. Let me do this back. <laughs> so he let me do this back, and he sent it to her. And <laughs> I remember I was traveling and in New York actually at the moment. And uh, we were, I was so nervous with my ex, Eric, and we were at the gym working out. And he called me, and I remember crying when I picked up the sun because I didn't know if it was going to be good or a good call or not a good call. Anyways, she proved that I was like hysterical in the middle of the gym. I think uh, everybody at 24-hour fitness at like 7 p.m. New York City was staring at me, going, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? <laughs> but uh, groundbreaking moments in my career, that's for
0: sure. Super exciting. Uh, that was a big hit, too. They, they did a great job promoting thing. that.
2: They put, and our mix was the one on the radio on Sirius XM, so that was really cool for us. I remember we were driving me at, dropped me off at the airport, I came on the radio and it was killed us driving the
0: car, so. I mean, it's clear like one of the legacies, Orlando will leave forever for us and, and people who love to the dance is these fierce remixes and successful collaborations with these major artists. Uh, of all genres, not just the big divas, which, of course, I'm highlighting today because it's the House of Pride radio show, but, uh, uh, you know, keeping the music alive. I want to do that now uh, um, with another one of your remixes uh, you sent me, which is uh, another huge diva, which I love, and, you know, most people do, share. Uh, I Walk Alone. Can you tell us how that all came to be?
2: Uh, That was never an idea. She said she was doing track, and uh, he was uh, working with me in the office, showing me the, the album cuts and like that, and he gave me the vocal and told me to go home and play with it. And we knocked it out in two nights, me and Brian.
0: What was the kind he, of approach you took for this particular song? Like, wh- what did you have in mind in the beginning?
2: We tried to make it very, very atmospheric at times, but we wanted to make it very hard um, mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, try to keep it very different yet very pop and current of that time period by keeping it very danceable well a cha- it was definitely more of a challenge on record
0: yeah that was a another number one billboard clubhead wasn't it
2: that it was yeah
0: yes congratulations that was, um, a
2: premier then, <laughs> i premiered that in australia
0: oh at yeah did yeah. you think did you know like did you know right away it would go off good up down there? Were you were questioning it? What was your feeling about that before you played
2: it? I just, I, I mean, but I, I was good. I'd never played it out. So it was going to, we were going to see what was going to happen. It definitely went off. So it was, it was a great track. And people love to Share. The gays love Share, especially.
0: So. Hello. <laughs> that goes without saying. <laughs> um, Hey, Drew, wow, it's great to have you on. That's This is actually your first time on House of Pride Radio, but please do not be a stranger. Let's um, meet again here uh, under better circumstances. Is that, is that a deal with Hopefully. you? All right. Um, well, we're going to let you go, but we're, before we do, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for showing love to Orlando today, uh, keeping the music alive with uh, uh, Orlando Promotions, Share I Walk Alone, your remix, and uh, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with Tony Moran. All right. Thank you, Drew. Love you, honey. Thanks
2: for having me. Love you too. Cheers.
0: Bye bye. Oops. Folks, if you're just joining us, this is the House of Pride show. Your host here, Tweeka Turner, uh, giving love to Orlando, who uh, passed way too early. Sudden shock for the not only the dance world but his friends and family. It's it's just a, a sad occasion. But I wanted to invite friends and colleagues onto House of Pride Radio to talk about the good like experiences they had with Orlando. You know, his legacy, his his friendship, things like that. Right now, I have major player here on the phone with his own label uh, who goes way back with uh, Orlando, and I'm speaking uh, about the one and only Mr. Tony Moran. Can you hear me, hon?
4: I can hear you, Tweaker Thank you so much for you guys allowing me to participate on the show and to show my respect and appreciation for people in the music business that help like dance music come through in a way that it never had
0: you guys were friends and also uh you go way back in in the day uh tell us a little about the beginnings when when did you guys cross paths
4: well i mean so i i guess i guess i would be put in the category of like east coast and orlando was always category of west coast but Mm -hmm. um it was just pretty much like early on as i was doing music i guess maybe there's you know from Latin Rascal days that, you know, you can sense the presence of people promoting dance music. And I was just only, you know, developing my sound and not really trying to categorize it. But then there were people in the industry that you saw that were at different positions, you know, leading up to the positions that they led to, for instance, Orlando and many other amazing promoters in dance music that were at Sony, that were at Universal. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I guess I, I... had not crossed paths with him, like in regards to him hearing my DJ set or my having done remixes for him specifically, but a lot of the people that were in the, in the music business doing remixes or producing or stuff like that, he had a hand in, and you know, there was no way that you can wanna understand uh, how as a remixer or a producer or a remixer so that I can grow without knowing that there were people that were endorsing that level of creativity. And I guess maybe it was, you know, pretty much like when, you know, when, when Peter Rollhofer had the opportunity, you know, to, you know, to use his, his talent and his creativity and, and on projects that he worked on in Orlando, I was like, whoa, like really super amazing things can happen. And though I only worked for a couple of projects with Orlando, we always saw each other. We saw each other a variety of times in the club music scene. And, you know, there's just something about what the club environment uh, allowed to happen is to just this organic level of respect. You didn't have to know exactly, like nobody needed to know exactly what my entire resume or my music repertoire was, but there was just a level of common respect. And I think that Orlando really did a great job of, you know, being able to show his enthusiasm and, and, and to, and to um, express his passion for the, not just the love of music, but the love of, of the music that he endorsed. And I think that included the people that participated on the various packages that, you know, that, that he helped to create a lo- you know, with all of the members of Citrusonic, you know, under, understandably. Hmm. So I, you know, my, my role in the conversation is just to really, you know, to pay homage to people that you knew made a difference and without players, without people like Orlando that were in in the music business like it just made it drew us one step closer for all kinds of people on various creative levels and that includes artists remixers, producers and songwriters to you know to fulfill our dreams so you know we had we had common goals and I I just want to make sure that it's clear that I you know again I had so much respect for him and we saw each other It was like yo it was great and I saw him in the club, and you know, and I saw all kinds of things. But I just, you know, with some people, you don't have to necessarily like share your entire life story to, you know, to feel like their passion and their love for what they do. And I think that I, I felt that like on such a wonderful level, along with what I felt for, mu- for music. And, and, you know, I had not yet realized who. What my potential was, and um, and it was great to see people that really believed that they were going in a direction. You know what I mean? That that they yes. wanted to make a difference, and so he did that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would think, I and mean, for me, the few remixes I did for Orlando and with Sonic, how inspiring it is to have someone at that level, you know, early in your career, uh, who is supportive. And encouraging, and and then also leads by an, an example of intense, intense passion for his craft, for what he's doing. All of that stuff is totally inspirational. Can really build like your own personal objectives even higher when you meet people like that.
4: Yeah, because what you know, so we're you know we're each in our in our you know in our own worlds, like and I, I, to many, to many degrees we had to fight to make ourselves noticed in regards to what where our passion was leading us and so it was it was people who had equal you know that were putting that equal force and and putting themselves you know and putting themselves on the line because you know when you're really fighting for something that you know sometimes you feel like you're the only man (laughs) the only person that is believing in that I really do feel that he must have gone by batch several times for various artists and there were times where i asked him like you know there's a project that maybe i didn't fit for specifically like Cher or madonna or something like that like yo and i would be like orlando you have to let me get down on this please and you know i you know he listened he took the call you know what i mean and i was working on plenty of other things but there's just some projects that you want to be a part of not just because of the size of the artist but rather because of what that artist and that project means to you at that moment, and uh, and he gave me the, you know those opportunities, which you know turned out great. I felt like you know that we were both you know equally happy, mm-hmm. and I've seen him really uh, endorse you know many talented artists. Again, so this is multi-level. This is not just a remixer thing. This is like artist, writer, producer, and as you said, you had your own, uh, you had your circumstances with him where you are something to him and and he listened to the music and I'm sure shared with you where he could go with it and,
0: I mean uh, and I just for me he was you know like when you meet people who are that on that level and they give you the time of day sometimes and you work your ass off to try to like impress them but and for me I always held I mean folks like that it's particularly Orlando like I held up you know, I really respected and admired, and to me, I felt, oh, this is, you know, this is something I want to strive for, to be that professional and also good at your craft, right? Like for me, I was, there are people that are put in your life sometimes that are, you know, and it's hard to talk about this now, but he was one of those folks for me, like, you know, for me, a huge loss, huge loss. His energy was amazing too.
4: the greatest respect that you can have for your craft is that you're willing to listen to things that are just outside of your own opinion and so i think that you know the people that have helped me to that have helped to endorse the music that i've done over time you know the greatest the greatest honor that they could have done to their own craft is to listen to what someone is bringing to them and you know every, with with every song that i've written or remixed i mean I don't know like you know how much more can you give than all you got and so i think that you know uh you know people that are in our industry that uh have done that like him and that continue to do that today you know are far and few between and you know they kind of understand they each do it on their own level but you kind of just put it there like okay you know let me my all into this to the best of my ability and, mm-hmm. and he's just one of those top level people that you could count on at least that happening instead of you being another client on another roster on another this or another that and so um again you know there's a you know a handful of people that i could put into that category that i that i i feel just from for, you know from a personal mm-hmm. level that that have done that that have been extremely instrumental in helping people and yeah. so you know that's why I, you know i'm really glad that you just allowed me to be on that to be just a person who's not necessarily on the inside of where his world was but that i could i can share with you that from whatever i was positioned mm-hmm. that i can feel his passion resonating through the industry does, does that make sense i don't want to get all like Tori Amos
0: on you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yes, it, it totally makes sense. Um, can you share like what was one of the projects of the few that you did work with him on?
4: Yeah, I worked on a, 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 a you know, a, can we get together? Madonna, and that was just, you know, like I was uh, sharing with you that, um, and I also did like uh, take, um, uh, take it like in the hand the share song, and on <laughs> each one of those occasions, like I had... I called him or somebody for me called him to say, look, you know, I don't know who you've got going on in this project, but please allow me the chance to go and put my, to put, to my, put my vibe on it. Cause I would really love to be a part of that. And I didn't have to make, I've not had to make a whole lot of phone calls of that nature to people. But I just knew that I, if I, if I made that phone call to him and asked him that question, that he would at least feel that reason to that. Like he would like, listen to it. Yeah. And and he says, "No, you're not right for this." I would have understood. I would have understood it equally to him to say, "Okay, let's let's give it a shot." And so, in both of those occasions, like, uh, you know, you know, the "Can We Get Together?" song by Madonna, I had a really great time doing that. And it was like last minute, and the song was at like you know like number nine on the Billboard chart, and of course, you know, the Billboard chart is you know is the Bible. It is the you know it is how many of us at least. Can gauge um, um, how we can gauge the music being available. You know what I mean mm-hmm. to people, and uh, and so you know I really have a great respect for that chart, and um, and so you know he let me do it, and I banged it out with like Jody Dembroder and we didn't have time for recalls and everything, and, and the song's were on your show today. You know, with mm-hmm. the list of names that of people that you were talking to. And, uh, so I have to say that the experiences that I shared, I really respected them, and I, and they are not filed away. They're just in my, they're in, in my, in my, consciousness of what it means to be passionate about something that you do, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Tony. Um, I want to thank you for sharing all of that with us today um, under these
4: really. Screwed up circumstances. Thank you so much. And much respect to him, to him and yes. his family and his loved ones. Um, you know, uh, Again, thank you for doing that to highlight many of the wonderful address, uh, attributes from Orlando. Uh,
0: you're welcome, and thank you for being on here. You've been a, r- a regular guest here on House of Pride Radio over the years, and uh, we love you. Um, let's meet again t- under different circumstances, okay? Absolutely. Okay, right. you take care. Love you, honey. Bye. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. All right, folks, we're going to keep the show going. I'm going to play a song now uh, entitled This Is For My Girls. This is a Diane Warren uh, song that she wrote. uh, Bunch of great remixes. I'm going to play the um, Sweet Feet remix from Paul Brewer, Sweet Feet Music, and then we'll have him on live to talk about his very interesting story with uh, Orlando Citrusonic and the legendary Mary Wilson bringing her back into the top 20 after a 35-year gap. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. all right all right that is this is for my girls diane warren uh wrote the song uh i believe michelle obama commissioned it uh as a power song for all the girls in the world uh remixed by the one and only paul brewer who is with us live can you hear me honey
5: hi michael how's everybody doing tonight
0: um well let's see it's just me in the studio so i'm doing okay um Paying tribute. Uh, so far so good. The show's been going along nicely. Uh, were you able to uh, pick it up? I we're having some issues on the internet today.
5: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. How are you? Can you hear me? Okay.
5: Great. I can hear you fine. Thanks for having me on the show today.
0: Great mix. This is for my girls. What when you remixed that? What what was when that project was giving to you the remix? What did you think about you what you wanted to put into it?
5: Um, we just wanted to follow um, the strength and um, the message of the song, so we wanted to make it a powerful dance song, um, Sweet, Tea, Sweet Feet Music, and John Keenan did that mix for Orlando and the project. We're really, really happy to be a part of that.
0: I loved it. I think this is the first time I've really listened to it, and it is fierce your relationship you. with Orlando and Maria and Sonic go back just a bit farther than that. I uh, preluded this, the amazing story about bringing the iconic and legendary Mary Wilson of the Supremes back into the top 20 with your collaboration with Orlando. Can you tell us about this?
5: Well, we were really um, happy to become a part of the Mary Wilson project. We got referred to um, to actually do the project by you, so I wanted to just Thank you for that in the beginning. And um, Luke Nutley from Australia said that Orlando would be a perfect match for the promotion, so I gave Orlando a call, and after a month or so of going back and forth, we decided it would be really great for them to pick up the project, and over the course of the time, we pressed uh, promo vinyl, promo CD single, uh, CD single for sale, and Orlando ended up getting that, like you said, on the top 20 billboard.
0: Yeah. Um, you solicited real big players on that project. I I mean, how many remixes? It seems like you had dozens of remixers.
5: That's tons of great <laughs> remixes were on that we had. Oh, I can't even remember everybody at this point. Uh, Mark <laughs> Picciotti, one of my favorites. Uh, Jared Jones, Dirty Pop, Good Girls, Sub Groover, Tweka Turner, Frank Music, Paul Goodyear, JCK, and a host of other mixes that came out after that.
0: I, uh, That's right, I was on that. I totally forgot for a second. Is, is <laughs> <laughs>
5: the great thing about Orlando was he really helped us um, refine the whole package and really make it marketable so there was a mix for every taste for every DJ.
0: Yeah, and that was, you know, that strategy helped it break into the top 20. It didn't stop there. It kept on going uh, to 17, I believe, was the peak, which gave Mary Wilson, and I'm so happy about this, the world's record, folks, for the longest gap between top 20 dance singles. So congratulations, exactly. Mary Wilson. She was really happy about that.
5: Yeah, we were all elated. We were just glad that people were... Um still appreciating the music of the Supremes and really giving her an opportunity to share her music um, with the world again.
0: Yeah, uh, go Mary. Um, So there's an example of like the brilliance of what it takes to, you know, take on a project like Orlando did with you guys and then have a vision for how to make it successful. Uh, And, um, you know, but beyond the business side, you, you and him really got along well. Uh, and do you have any funny stories or any interesting interactions? Well, most guys? of the stories <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have are a Uh-oh. Uh-oh. little
5: chatty uh, back and forth. But what I will tell you is that Orlando and I both had a real great love of animals. And so I really value that, that even while he was getting sick towards the end, his um, concern in his heart was for that. And then, of course, it was great to pick up the phone and have another um, person in the industry that you could vent at and um, share stories and, you know, just kind of be yourself. And I always felt like I could just be me and laugh. And and that's what I'm going to miss most about Orlando is just our fun times on the phone, talking about what music we love, what music we hate the people we enjoy
0: working with, and,
5: and, you know, er, every other aspect of the music industry.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's right. And you have dogs, too, so shared pet owners and lovers of their animals.
5: uh, Exactly. That was some of our biggest communication was texting back and forth pictures of each other's pets.
0: Yeah, and we're going to get into it more uh, about uh, Orlando, uh, a fundraiser set up GoFundMe um, for wildlife. Uh, well, Great. I'm going b- to be asking Diane about that. Uh, yeah. She, I think, has um, adopted Orlando's dogs, so they found oh. a safe home. Uh, and um, well, how are you? Uh, how are you surviving the pandemic? Are you trying to stay creative, Paul?
5: Well, I think I'm getting really creative with my cooking and eating. <laughs> 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 we're doing a lot of that. Um, what is inspiring is just seeing everybody coming together and and celebrating music, and that's really about how we To dive back in and and get back to work. So yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. Um, well, uh we're gonna have to keep moving along with this show. I can't believe how fast it's going. I um, am kind of like. Blurred to me right now but i want to g- finish the rest of your mix it's so fierce we have a couple minutes left and then folks we're going to be at the top of the hour talking with diane warren get into more of uh, the animal refuge that she operates and uh, some of the highlights of her friendship with uh, orlando paul i love you thank you for joining us today on house pride radio uh, it's been a while
5: thank you so much michael for having me and just being able to just share a little bit of the joy back that orlando and and Maria and everybody at Sonic has uh, given to us through the years. So thank you so much.
0: You're welcome, hon. Talk again. Bye-bye. Take care. Folks, don't go anywhere. We're coming back with uh, Diane Warren, Top of the Hour. all right ladies and gentlemen we're back at house of pride radio with a great show so far a lot of uh friends and colleagues have uh been kind enough to join the show and talk about his friendship and his style of doing business uh to continue now um it's an honor i'm actually (laughs) a little nervous (laughs) speaking with the one and only uh miss diane warren can you hear me
6: Hey, how are you?
0: I'm good. Um, how are you doing under the circumstances?
6: It's kind of a crazy, I mean, you know, I'm sitting in my room and writing songs like I usually do, so I'm pretty self-sufficient and solitary, to be honest, um, mm-hmm. but it's just such a sad and scary time, you know? And, yeah. You know, and then com- compounded, you know, by Orlando's passing, which is just tragic, you know, and on top of
0: it all, you know? Agreed, agreed. Uh, numbing, really, I mean. Yeah. Just. Uh, I mean,
6: just unexpected, you know, I mean. <sighs>
0: I mean, you, I mean, I had a friendship with him, but not as long and deep as yours. Um. I mean, how far back do you guys go?
6: We go back to, um, what year was, w- you know, till it happened to you, you know. Um, that's when I met Orlando through my friend Bruce Roberts, you know, who's, who's a good friend of, um, you know, um, good friend of Orlando. He's a songwriter. He's an amazing songwriter and, and good friend. And I, and at the time, um, Lady Gaga's label wouldn't let the song come out, <laughs> and um, I was like, you know, come on, like, how can you? It was so frustrating. And I met Orlando, and I was thinking, you know, let's get some dance mixes. Let's just, you know, be rebels, you know, and you know, and, and just. You know, do whatever we can to get the song heard. And Orlando really loved the song, and he just went with his passion and his heart. And he got all these amazing dance records. It went, it went number one. And the label kept trying to pull it down. I mean, it was insane. There I was totally remember thing. that playing out. Actually, it was crazy. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, it was, it w- But
0: it, it's a good example of his instinctive, like, genius, though, to see like the end game of what that song meant and what it could mean for all of us actually the people who dance and who appreciate good music.
6: Yeah and and he his his wh- wh- what Orlando said is some of the stuff happens in clubs where people get drugged, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know so that it really made that song you know you know I mean I mean it's just I I just appreciated the fact that he was so passionate and he was, he was, I remember we were sitting on Christmas Eve, you know, writing notes, he had me writing notes to all kinds of mixers and stuff, I remember that, oh. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> sitting there with, with Orlando, you know,
0: it's like, look you how co- crazy
6: we are, we're sitting here, but he, uh, you know, he's a great guy, I loved him, you know?
0: Yeah, so he had you write notes, Is that, was that, is this one of your first your experience working with uh... remixing one of your songs So is that it's
6: been lot lots of times you yeah know, i mean i've had other songs that have been you know big dance records and stuff you know but this was kind of the first time that i was like you know working hand in hand with somebody like that and I, and, I, and it was really fun and i learned a lot You know.
0: yeah you guys hit it off chemistry-wise
6: in- instantly hit it off you know I just he's just a great guy. You yeah. know, I don't want to say was. I I hate using that word was, you know. It's just weird. I can't I can't even
0: I mean I feel like the spirit lives on his that is uniqueness about him that warmth and uh you felt like he had your back. You know, that'll live with you forever.
6: Oh yeah. No, I mean look at his, you know, I mean you know, you know, I was thinking, you know, after he passed and, like, you know, Madonna talked about him on Instagram and all this, I'm thinking, fuck, man, I, oh, I hope we're not live.
0: Yeah, we're we're totally live from San Francisco, so you're okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
6: um, I, I was like, I wish, you know, that he could see that and see the appreciation, you know. You know, I mean, because I know how much she meant to him.
0: Yeah. We've... But I
6: hope, I really hope that... that Madonna and her team knew how hard Orlando worked for her.
0: I mean, in that article, I read that too, and uh, in in her Instagram or uh, paragraph, uh, she thanked. And the dogs came to the ranch. Oh honey! Oh my God! Wow, that's heavy. But, uh, but I will say though, I mean, it's perfect that you have them, and they're in this they're in a place that's safe.
6: Yeah. Oh yeah, and we're gonna find. I mean, well, the pig. Charlotte's staying there forever. She's never Is going she? anywhere. Okay.
0: <laughs> now did 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 Orlando know know that pigs actually get bigger or?
6: <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure he knew that. I don't think she's going to get super big, but that's a problem with people when they get pet pigs. They think they're going to be little and they are not.
0: <laughs> did she grow tusks?
6: No, no, she doesn't have tusks. Okay. You know. She's just like a cute
0: white pig. She's kind of small, you know? Oh, she's on the smallest side. I saw her when she was a baby running around, Twisted Deep posted something on Facebook. and know, So cute. cute. Um, He's uh, always
6: sent me pictures of her and stuff. Oh, my God. Adorable. I think he slept with her.
0: I mean. I mean we was all slept with her. <laughs> I don't know. If she's more dog than pig, I guess that's okay.
6: No, she's like a dog.
0: Yeah. She wags her curly yeah. She
6: does. She wags her tail, and she definitely doesn't think she's a pig.
0: <laughs> so, how many animal residents do you have over at the refuge?
6: Uh, there's probably close to fifty.
0: Amazing.
6: Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not the day-to-day person there. I, mean, I just usually go there on Sundays, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Um But I, find it's, it's, you know, it's my place, and <clears throat> I have really good people that do the day-to-day stuff there. You know, and I people
0: can adopt from your refuge?
6: No, it's not an adopt. It's not. Oh, it's not. Thing. It's more like we give homes to animals from slaughterhouses and stuff. Oh, you, res- Whoever, you rescue Whoever's listening um, to us, mm-hmm. if you guys want to honor Orlando's memory, you know, um, and, and do do yourself a favor and be, you know, more kind and less cruel because, you know, the meat on your plate is was the animal that was murdered, you know, that wanted to live and, it, you know, had a mom and dad and brothers and sisters and <clears throat> wanted to live as much as you did. So if you want to do something good, do something good, do you know, do something good for Orlando, who became a vegan.
0: He did. When did yeah. he do that? Huh? When? Recently? I'm not
6: sure, but he definitely became a vegan. He definitely really got it. You know, once yeah. you you get it, you know, you really, you know, you see this thing on your plate, you're eating chicken, and, you know, once you correlate what that is, you know, you, you can't go back. You, you, can't, you can't unsee that, you know.
0: Is there a, a website that people can donate to?
6: You know, we're setting that up. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't have that yet, but, you know, there will be.
0: Okay. So stay tuned to but, that. But
6: until I have that, I think the people, if they want to help shelters and cause a lot of animal, you know, rescues are having a hard time right now. So, you know, don't, don't donate to me right now, but donate to whatever local, you know, animal rescue shelter, you know, you can find. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't eat meat.
0: Don't eat meat, folks. Have Have you been a vegan all your life, Diane?
6: No, I've been a vegetarian. <coughs> I'm pretty much a vegan. Um, for like like 23 years now.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's are you a L.A. girl? Like, where yeah, yeah. I'm y- from oh,
6: here. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I'm I'm from Van Nuys, out
0: here. Oh, got you. Yes. Yes. Very cool. Um, yeah. well, I mean, I really wanted to t- touch base about your love for animals and um. Uh, And and so forth. Um, It's really hard to actually do a tribute show to Orlando so soon. And but at the same time, um, all you guys came together to come on the show and you know talk a bit about your friendship with him. And
6: yeah, I mean, you know what he just was. I hate using that word "was" again. Orlando's a special guy. He had some. His heart was so big. It's almost like maybe he was too good for this world because he was a good, good person, you know? Yeah. And I know he was hurt by people, and I know, you know, but he, but he was wonderful. And any, anybody that was lucky enough to be in his orbit, you know, knew that.
0: Absolutely. Um, warm. And I did. And Yeah, just approachable. Yeah. For me, like, that was my experience with him. I just knew him for five years, so not too long, but, yeah. like, just, just, uh, like, that energy that he... Proje- pro- projected was uh, like warm. I felt warm, like uh, like he yeah. was inviting. <coughs> he,
6: that's who he was. That's that's who he is. Warm. His heart was huge. He really cared. You know, he he was passionate. Yeah. He's a good, just a good human being. You know, in a time where we can't really afford to lose any of those. No. Some it many that aren't. Agreed. Especially the ones running this country. Oh God. Uh,
0: that's that's another show.
6: Yeah, that's another. Show, <laughs> it's a shit
0: show. Yeah, yeah, slow train wreck. Slow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um how what are you doing to uh wha- how are you hunkering down in this like crazy ass time I'm
6: hunkering down <coughs> um in in my writing room and I'm writing songs you know and I'm just blocking the world out how I'm d- I'm doing what I do normally you know and I'm writing some really good songs
0: Are you being Oh you are you you feel that you feel that uh that fire burning Yeah
6: I'm I'm really inspired right now you know
0: Oh my god, can give me can you give a little example of like what's motive, what's inspiring you?
6: I just well, I'm o- I always love to write. I'm o- I always can't wait to get to work to, to work on, you know, on music. So
0: Yeah. I saw you um, posted on Facebook uh, playing Unbreak My Heart on a guitar. Is that your instrument of choice?
6: I, I <laughs> oh unmask my face. I um <laughs> I play guitar and piano.
0: Oh, know, okay. Both not yeah. Very, yeah. Well, but very cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, enough to write a song on. <laughs> Yes. Um, well, we look forward to uh, when this is all over, like the fruit of your inspirations. That's exciting. Oh,
6: yeah. You'll hear it.
0: Okay. Well, stay yeah. tuned. Um, hey, this is your first time on House Pride Radio. Uh, I've always looked up to you uh, for the gifts you've given all of us in your song, and um, yeah. uh, I hope we can meet under better circumstances I in do the too. future. I, I do, too. Uh,
6: you know, I, I, I would love that, and I'm sorry that it's because of this, you know. But it's good to meet you and good to talk to you. Thank and you for
0: coming on and just telling a bit more about Orlando and, and your interactions and friendship with him. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, I'm going to miss him. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, indeed. We all will. Um, you know, we can play his music and try to keep him alive through the work that he's given us. and. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Oh, Lord. Diane, yeah. thank you for your time. And... Uh, you you take thank care. Um,
6: yeah, thank, thank you for having me on. And Orlando's an amazing human being. And again, whoever's listening to this, go vegan. Stop eating. Do it for Orlando. Do it for yourself.
0: Yeah. I'd like to talk know. more about that with you in, on a future show. Maybe you can inspire more folks. Okay. Uh, I'd love that. All right. We're going to go out. We'll play uh, one of your songs uh, in Gen- for Jennifer Hudson. Uh,
6: ah, I'll fight. Perfect. Like, I'll fight this virus. Come on.
0: Yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, Take care. Talk to you again in the future. Okay. Uh, I'll
6: talk to you again. Thank you and stay safe. And stay safe, everybody
0: who's listening. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming back uh, with more House of Pride Radio with Dan DeLeon, Dave Audet, Twisted D, and DJ Brianna in Florida. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. No. Okay, okay. House of Pride uh, Radio, back at you. Now we're going to uh, New York City to speak with uh, fabulous and talented Dan DeLeon. Can you hear me?
2: Hey, guys. How are you?
0: Hey, it's just me in the studio today, honey. How are you doing?
2: Good. Good. I'm good. I mean, all things considering.
0: Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> times. Uh we have been fortunate today. I've been fortunate today at House of Pride Radio to have some of Orlando's uh, friends and colleagues uh, here on the show. Um, full full house today, Dan. Thank you for uh, offering some time to uh, talk about the kind of friendship you and Orlando had. Um, sure. Can you tell share a bit with us?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, I started uh, DJing in two thousand three uh, in the clubs and. Um, produced my my first record in 2005, it was released in 2006, And, and soon after that I started trying to get remix gigs, and it was really, really hard at first, and several of the first, well, two or three of the first few projects were just done on spec, and one of them even hit number one on Billboard, and I didn't get paid anything for it. And it was really hard to convert that career, you know, the remix career, from just doing spec mixes and working for people for free to actually getting paid and orlando when i finally like i I wasn't you know i'm a billboard reporter now but you know i I wasn't then and you know when when i started talking to him and, and we we began talking about like the projects he was working on and that he you know he would potentially be able to you know offer me paid remix gigs um that was really exciting and he you know ended up being the um the first person who ever actually hired me gave me my first remix job. And it, it has become clear, you know, in the in the time that I've gotten to know him since, that that's one of the things that he really loves about, or he really loved about what he did was that um, he could give people that first chance to break out. And once I worked for him, I was able to get, you know, I never looked back, you know, I, I, I've never not been paid, you know, well for a remix since then. So that was, you know that that first that first door that opens is is it's it's always the hardest door to find and the hardest door to open, and Orlando was that opportunity and has you know been that opportunity for so many people. Um, he's touched so many lives and you know helped so many young artists um, move up and move on, move along in their career. Um, and most recently, of course, you know we started getting really close over the last two or three years. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Because um, a a, a constellation of things happened. You know, there was a whole bunch of different little interconnections that I had with him um, that just began to close the gap in terms of, like, our friendship getting closer. Um, You know, mutual friends, uh, mutual business associates, like, uh, you know, clients that I would, would, you know – introduced to him and then he would uh, represent them for a, you know, a different angle on the same job or things like that. So we started working together more. We started having more people in common that, uh, you know, we, we, we had as mutual friends, one of um, Madonna's longtime uh, concert director, his uh, husband is my best friend. And they used to work together. Orlando and him used to work together. And of course, Orlando works on all Madonna's records. So like all of these things started bringing us closer together and, um, And then last year, I actually got the opportunity to remix Crave, and uh, I did a mix for Medine first, and it uh, it was late, and then um, I did a Crave mix, and it ended up being the first one that got approved by Madonna for the uh, Crave remix album. So it was really exciting, and that was a huge get for me because I had been, uh, you know, I've been inspired and. you know, have idolized Madonna since I was like 12 years old. So for me, that was that was really like the apex in terms of like pop stars. Um, you know, so Were you uh, Orlando giving me that opportunity was just everything. And that's who he was. Everything he did, he did with love. And um, you know, all the people that he worked for or with, you know, he believed in. Um, you know, he didn't he didn't work with somebody that he he didn't believe in. You know, he he couldn't sell a product that he didn't have faith in so it was always it was always a a work of love to be uh, associated with him and 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 to work with him
0: you mentioned they gave you your first big opportunity what was that do you remember
2: um i don't remember the project right now just because it wasn't it wasn't like a you know a, a, a big it wasn't like share or something um it was it was just one of his clients um, he was always working with, you know, several recording artists. Usually um, he had a couple that he was developing himself. So they were uh, artists that were sort of like, you know, that he was actually like, you know, running the artist project as something that either was on his label or he was managing the uh, the, the artists themselves or something to that effect. Like it was something that was really personal for him or, or you know, uh, dear to him. And then he would have... Uh, clients that would come to him for record promotion where he would just hire in remixers. And um, I can't remember which kind of project it was. It mm-hmm. was, you know, it was like 2000, I don't know, 2007 or something
0: like that. Going back a little bit. Do you, uh, yeah. you're now producing sometimes your own projects as well. Is that correct?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been producing my, but the first record, uh, the first thing I ever did was not a remix it was it was an original production and that was on um, uh stereo productions in 2007 so um it was produced you know before that but it came out on, in, in early 2007 and ended up going uh it was released by uh first stereo productions and then um, global underground and tommy boy and uh and uh, Abel put it on his Allegrette Universal CD. So that, that was the first record, and that was a, an original production. And then we started getting uh, – I was with a producing partner at the time. His name was Finbar Massey. And then we started getting remix work. Um, but it was for spec. So the first couple of years, it was all spec work. And it wasn't until 2000 – maybe like 2009, so about like 10, 11 years ago, when I got my first paid job. And, um, and
0: we all know how significant that is in the business.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. That was a big deal because suddenly you diversify. So, you know, it was all gigs that I was getting money from back then, you know, first five, six, seven years of, of my DJ career. It was just gigs. And, you know, when you're not gigging, what do you do? You know, if, you, if you're if you not making money that weekend or you're not working that week or whatever, it's like that's that's bad. So diversifying is everything. And you spend all this time in the studio, all this time on your on the computer making these beats and trying to, you know, put these tracks together. And even when you have an original production, that's a hit, that first record on Stair Productions, you know, went global. It was released on the underground and all this stuff. But like the, when you look at how much it earned and how long it took to earn it, you're just kind of like, okay, you know, like it's like this trickle, you know? So the yeah. remix work is where you can actually make, you know, an advance, you know, that, that is worthwhile of your, of your time. And like, uh, you know, like it can actually pay the rent this month or something. Right. So, um, it makes all the difference. And, um, so Lando opened that door for you. He opened that door for me. Amazing. And always consistently been there throughout the years. And I've talked to so many other DJs that feel the same way about him because he did that for so many people. And I've also talked to, you know, I've had friends, you know, through the years who I have introduced him to or have introduced them to him. And I always tell them, look, this is this is your first shot. Like that's how I would introduce him. I'd say, Look, if you want a remix career, this is the guy, you know, I can introduce to him. And if you impress him, this is the guy who's gonna give you your first job. And once you get your first job, now you're a paid remixer. Now you just, you know, go out there and get work. It's it changes the game once you get paid and you're sort of legitimized by by one of these people that, that does this a lot. And he was certainly the one that, uh, that would open that first door for many, many
0: people. I love that story. That makes me really happy. Yeah. Uh, and you're, uh, God, in these troubling times, how, uh, before I let you go, we have the show is like super fast paced today. Sorry about that, Dan. We'll have <laughs> no you problem back at another all. time. Um, no problem at all. during this pandemic, you know, it's just crazy times, right? But how are you trying to keep the music alive?
2: Well, you know, I'm fortunate in some way, you know, like everybody has this, you know, standstill lockdown thing go on and, you know, is afraid to go outside and afraid to. And, you know, luckily, I happen to be a filmmaker as well as a DJ. So when I was 19, I had a feature that went to Sundance and then I made a short film and all this stuff. And I. I I started DJing because I was writing a, f- a feature film about DJs, and I ended up becoming a DJ and, and basically getting seduced by the by the nightclub uh, universe. Ooh. But um, recently, I have run into when I moved here to New York, um, I ran into this group of people making a docu series about the circuit called uh, The Circuit, um, and it's at thecircuit.tv TV, and um, it's a uh, limited series, basically. Being done in order to uh, hopefully finance a, a full series run, and um, uh, we're planning on making a documentary this summer about the history of the circuit, and it's very exciting. So we're dropping episode three on Friday, uh, a couple of days from now, and um, it's it's really a, a very exciting project. the uh, the The look and feel of the series is really really cool, and um, the um, the
7: attitude. tired of being far away from home, far from what can harm, far from where it's safe, hope it's not too late, rush, rush, rush on you, love, 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 do you, love you like a fool, put my trust in you, cause you're the one I crave, and my cravings get dangerous, the feelings never fade, I don't think we should play with Get dangerous.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, folks, we are back uh, here. House of Pride radio. That was, uh, of course, the uh, Crave, Madonna, the Dan. Leon remix, um, folks are coming on today, showing love for their friendship with Orlando and their experiences with him. Do so we keep the show going now? Uh, I forget where you are, but it's Dave Arday. Welcome to House of Pride Radio. How are you doing?
3: <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good considering considering the world. But uh,
0: it's nuts, Dave. You
3: know, I'm. It's the world is nuts, but I'm I'm here so. Uh, today I'm doing good.
0: And uh, where are, are you? Are you in the East Coast? I forget.
3: Right now I'm in Nashville.
0: Nashville, Tennessee. That's right. Yeah, uh, I'm
3: splitting my time between Nashville and Ohio these
0: days. Um, so Dave, I want to thank you for being a part of this uh, show. A lot of uh, you guys friends, are friends with Orlando um, and also uh, partners in business. Um, I, I suspect you're both.
3: Yeah, I, listen, I met Orlando, um, man, I met him over 20 years ago. And, um, and he was working at Reprise Records with a guy named Sergio Goncalves. And Sergio uh, was pivotal in my career because Sergio gave me my first major label remix in the 90s for um, – a band called Bare Naked Ladies, a song called oh. One Week.
0: Oh, yes. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, Orlando really, really, he was, I met Orlando. Orlando was doing nightclubs. He was promoting nightclubs in in L.A. And he, uh, you know, promoting, promoting nightclubs. He met a lot of different people in the record business and went to go work for Sergio. And um, next thing I knew, I think he was hiring DJ Dan to do a remix of, Oh, man, I can't remember the name of the band. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the band, but it was a remade. And, um, and I was working doing a lot of work with, with Dan at the time, uh, producing all Dan's records. So mm-hmm. um, Orlando and I quickly became friends, and, and he was a really big supporter of mine early on in my career, uh, hiring me to do a lot of bands on, on Warner Brothers Repraise and uh we've we just uh, somebody I talked to every week for the last uh couple decades
0: you guys go far back the, those are the early days the club promotions wow how, yeah how does it continue yeah. uh to this very day uh
3: how does what how does what continue like uh, your
0: your friendship and uh collaborating with him have you oh, been working together
3: yeah, no we you know, honestly, for the last uh, couple years, when I moved to Nashville, I mean, Orlando's also, you know, he moved really out of L.A. out to uh, Palm Desert. Yeah. So, uh, really, it's just honestly, every time I talk to Orlando, the last couple years has really been about this personal stuff and not really so much about music. Uh, we just talked about what's life, and you know, what what the, the kind of things you talk about with friends when when you don't see him all the time and, and, uh, somebody, you've, somebody you've known for, for, for a long time. Orlando was at my, at my wedding, uh, uh, 15 years ago, 14 years ago. So, you know, he was, uh, I consider him a, a, a close friend of mine or considered him a close friend of mine. It's and, a, uh, but
8: yeah.
3: he, mm-hmm. he, he was a, he was a great, uh, he was a big part of dance music and in, in in the world, really, and a big part of L.A., LA the L A club sort of club music scene, just just coming up, promoting clubs. As it was, he was a big big part of the the '90s sort of rave club scene, and uh, that he, he built his Citrusonic nights, and he parlayed that into working at Warner Brothers and really sort of taking over the range as the dance. Sort of promoter uh, and r guy at Warner Brothers, and you know there's no bigger dance artist th- than Madonna, who was on
8: yes, Warner Dave. Brothers.
3: So, and then <laughs> w- you know, not even compared to I wouldn't compare Cher to Madonna, but Cher was also on Warner, and Orlando was there when when Cher had her resurgence with with uh, Believe, and so so. You know, he worked. He worked Seal. He worked New Order, but but really the guy that was working all of Madonna's records, uh, for the most part, um, or a lot of them, I should say, most of them, uh, is pretty huge. Madonna's, you know, I think she's got close to fifty number ones now. Um, yeah, I think she she celebrated
0: part. the fifth. It was a big deal, right? Uh, the fiftieth with um, I don't. She, she, I don't she just search. Got I find. 50, I think. Yeah, Is I don't right? search. So, I find was the the one that did you know, it.
3: you're 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 more up to date than me. I, I lost count because there's so many. But she's uh, and that's thanks to Orlando. Orlando was definitely the one that sort of pushed to make that happen and made sure that she's still uh, putting club records out and having them promoted. And, I mean, uh, uh, the LGBTQ uh, so community uh,
0: loves Orlando for that. We, all of that, those fabulous remixes. Um, did you get a chance also uh, in intercrossing ch- with Orlando and, and your own business uh, to work with uh, the the big divas like Madonna and Cher and Lady Gaga?
3: Yeah, no, I worked. i i I worked with them all, and Orlando definitely was a big part of. You know, Orlando was hiring me really before um, my remix career blew up in the in the late 2000s. Um, Orlando was the one that was definitely um, um, putting me on records before before some other people. So that I definitely so owe cool. him.
0: Yeah, Dan. You know, I
3: owe him. I owe um, him that for sure.
0: Just speaking with Dan DeLeon, he said the same thing. You know, Orlando gave him his first big remixed um, commission job. Uh, so th- mm-hmm. that's really cool that he has like a pattern of doing that for friends he believes uh, can deliver the goods.
4: Oh, he
3: was you know I I, I I don't I don't even know if it was as much delivering the goods. I think Orlando just had a big heart and he and he liked um spreading the love around I think that was that was really it. I don't think it was uh, about uh-huh. mm-hmm. I don't think it was as much about uh, uh who could turn in the greatest thing. I think he just really was he orlando the last decade for sure. Orlando made it a point to definitely spread the love around to, to everybody as much as he could work wise.
0: That's beautiful. And, uh, yes. that was a
3: big part of, that was a big part of why people why he was so, so loved, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. And that's why you guys, uh, expressing your, your feelings for him and, and, uh, you know, shining a light on that generosity and kindness and also his, uh, Amazing skills at his profession today on House pride Radio. I personally really appreciate you finding the time, and it, you know, it's it's he just passed, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So I, I really was like on the fence. Should I do it? But for me, I I felt really strongly to. Uh, it was such a shock for me personally. Uh, I mean, he was. Oh, it's,
3: the, a sho- it's a shock when anybody dies. I mean, yeah.
0: yes
3: And as we as we all get older, especially with with the stuff going on in the world today, I mean, this is a, this is a more of a common conversation uh, we're having, unfortunately, but, you know, people, people, people pass. And, um, you know, I, I definitely was, was close with Orlando. He was there when I won my Grammy. He, he was one of uh, a small group of people that, that uh, came and had dinner to celebrate that. And when I say small, I mean like eight people. So, you know uh and that was uh, for uptown he, funk right that was for uptown <laughs> funk yeah i've only one, I've only you, won one Grammy so far. <laughs> did you have
0: dinner uptown <laughs>
8: that <laughs> night <laughs>
3: we had a we had dinner uptown yeah but he, look he, he definitely uh missed his mom uh immensely and um he's he's been reunited with his mom for sure so he's that's a good thing. I mean, that's a good thing. Oh my in,
0: god, in that is this. yeah, that's a beautiful way of looking at it. I mean,
3: yeah, he 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 didn't really feel like he had any family. He, he didn't feel like he had anybody really. He had a sister who he didn't talk to.
8: Yeah.
3: But uh it was hard when his mom died, so he if you can find anything good out of this, then then there's
0: something good right there. Absolutely. Uh fast paced show tonight, David, got to let you go. Uh now, but uh, <laughs> okay, <I know>. cool. <laughs> it's only been a few minutes. Thank you for making the time for us uh, here at House Radio. And uh, we love having you on the show, so anytime you'd like, come on back, okay?
3: Thank you, and we'll talk
0: soon. Okay, I'm going to uh, go out with uh, you, your remix, uh, Girls Gone Wild, Madonna. Uh, that sounds good. Girls <laughs> girls are going wild. Yes, sir. Alright, you take care. Bye, bye now. Later, bye. Folks, we're coming right back at you with one or two more guests, Twisted D is on cue. She's coming at us from Florida. We'll be right back. Yes, we are back House of Pride Radio Tweak Turner here Uh, um, having having a really it's a great show because uh, the opportunity to have uh, folks who have uh, not only worked but are also friends with Orlando uh, is a real special thing uh, to keep the show going now Uh, last couple of guests uh, tonight we have from Florida the one and only the amazingly talented Miss Twisted D can you hear me
9: I can hear you, love. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm just so honored and proud and humbled to be part of this. I want to say thank you to you. Thank uh, you.
0: Th- you're welcome. I feel the same way. Uh, all of you guys are making time for us, and uh, you have, uh, you're have you going live in, at 11 shops, so this is like one, two for you.
9: Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I have everything set up and ready to go, so uh, we're good.
0: Okay. Uh, so um, tonight's show is about, you know, The untimely passing of Lando—it's a shock for everyone. A big hit in the industry. What I wanted to focus on was like, you know, the great guy he was, and I know all of you who've come on the show tonight have had that experience of being his friend and working for him. Yes,
9: absolutely. You know, um, it was wonderful to hear Dave and Dan and Tony speak. And unfortunately, my internet cut out right right in the middle of Diane Warren, and I was dying. Oh, <laughs> but, oh no, wonky <laughs> uh, internet I to tonight.
0: I know I'm having issues. You here, know, but
9: too. Um, the show has been amazing so far, and and just listening to those guys talk, you know, it, it reminds me a lot of myself. I don't go back with Orlando as far as, far as like Dave and Tony do, um, but um, and I can't even I can't even pinpoint what the first mix I did for Orlando was
0: yeah do you um, how how, but, how long is your friendship? How far do you remember when you guys met or
9: you know I, I, it's funny I listen to Dave talk I listened to Tony talk. I don't have that brain capacity Michael <laughs> I just don't I, I don't remember what I ate for breakfast but it, it, its it's it's many years it's many yeah. years Of course I've always known who Orlando was being a billboard reporter. I always knew who he was. And believe it or not, you know some billboard reporters you you talk to every week and some you don't. And in the beginning, um, Orlando was not one of the ones I, I spoke to every week. And it, I, I, like I said, I wish I could give, give you a year, but it's got to be at least, I don't know, maybe eight years. Oh, okay. Or so uh-huh. um, m- somewhere between like six and eight years, I would say that then we started talking and I was always like so honored to be talking to Orlando and he like it, like Dan, like he, he would give me a spec project here and there. And if they liked it, they could take it. And fortunately, you know, they've always liked whoever was, you know, liked my work. So, you know, there was pay involved and, and, um, Orlando just started using me and the, the, you know, the, the longer we went the bigger the projects got and um he always I was always very honest with him and he was always very honest with me and that's what I really really loved about him and um you know there were times when he would come to me and say Dee you know I don't I don't have a big budget for this next but I really want you on it and and it was always you know Okay, then you take care of me with a with a big one down the line, you know, and and they did he did, you know, I was on the U two and Laverne Cox and you know the Madonnas and um, oh, this there's a bunch, there's a bunch, and I'm not sitting in front of my computer because um, I'm I'm outside because I'm a nervous wreck. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I had like a whole list of stuff that I worked with Orlando. It, it was it was quite a lot and uh and the jennifer hudson which you played which was yes. written by diane moore and that you know, was a great that, mix
0: twisted d what what did you wh- that's a big project so when that was handed to you to do what did you think like what did you want to put into it
9: well it was one of those things like first or- orlando sent me the track and he said you know listen to this i think the time stretch is, is going to be hard and um and it, it was where I actually had to slow her down quite a bit because even though the, the if you listen to the original she's, she's singing much faster so the vocal is slowed way down but it worked were you know some of the vibrato in in Jennifer Hudson's voice you can you can hear it um, it's a, it's a little more prevalent actually when slowed down but it sounds it sounded beautiful. And when I heard the time stretch, I was like, yes, Orlando, I want, I want to do this. I want to do this. It's Diane Warren, it's Jennifer Hudson. I'm like, yes, I, w- I want this project, you know? And, um, the mix came together beautifully with my partner Diego who lives in, in Brazil. Hey, you know, shout he, out Diego. Um, <laughs> huh? Shout out shout to out Diego. To Diego Fernandez in Brazil. Um he uh, he's he's a genius with some drumming and I told him I just want some military drums, I want that like marching sound like through the whole thing and he just came up with these great sounds and it it came out beautiful and and but I want to go back to Orlando. Um, you're doing very little talking, but that but that's okay because I don't have a lot of time and I really want to say that Orlando was just one of those guys that, um, I, I heard Dave talk about his mom. He was, he was just so tormented by his mom's death, and he did feel very alone. And you know, he he did have some bouts of depression. And and I want to throw in there that everybody goes through depression. So if you have friends, reach out to them, especially now when everybody's isolating, people could go crazy. But um, o- Orlando, I would be able to call him and say, Orlando. Um, I you need a project. Put me on something, and he would he would just find something for me. Say, D, here, you know, take this. And he was just so loving and giving, like Dave Waday said. Just everything that he did came from his heart, you know. Um, and then I had uh, the opportunity to visit him. Uh, he came to see me uh, in L.A. He drove from Palm Springs to L.A. to see me one night at the Abbey, and that just touched me. Immensely, and then when he when he moved to you know he moved to Palm Springs, of course, and then I got a gig, a residency in Palm Springs where I was able to spend some time with him, and I was able to go out to his house and see the animals and see. Yeah, that's how
0: when happy you met Charlotte. Him. Yeah, that's where that video yeah, came it, from. Charlotte, uh, in, uh, adorable. Excuse me. I saw the, a video you posted with, with Charlotte yes. the pig. Yes. <laughs>
9: Yes, 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 oh those animals gave him so much joy, you know, and so much love that you know that he was missing, you know, like they said he was he was missing it, and i was I was just happy to become as friendly as I did with him, and it went be way beyond billboard. you know, I dropped out of billboard, and we still remained friends. We talked you know several times a week and um just trying to be there for him, you know him being there for me, he was just. Wonderful guy. It, it went so beyond the music for me.
0: Yeah, he felt like family.
9: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. He was. A, he had a wonderful heart. He was very witty and very, very caring. That's, I don't know what else I can say, you know, other than yeah. he was a wonderful, wonderful human being.
0: Well, we're going to keep the music alive, or the fabulous music, all of you guys made for him, and together brought mm. it to all of us, all the people who love to dance to it. You're doing a set I'll t- bu- tonight. I'll be
9: featuring some of the tracks that I did with Orlando in my set tonight.
0: Yeah, tell people where they can uh, tune in to listen to that. Uh,
9: they can tune in on um, Twitch, Twitch TV backslash DJ Twisted D. That's DJ T W I S T E D D E E, and that's on Twitch tonight starting at 11 very shortly. Folks,
0: that's in 4 minutes, so right after this, you go to Twitch, put on your exactly. cha-cha heels and get ready to and We'll talk soon. Sure, we're going to go out with your one another one of your remixes. Uh then we're having a uh, DJ Brianna from Florida, your neighbor, uh close oh, out the awesome. show. Very yeah. Good. She jumped on. She's, she she okay. heard you and we'll she's like, "All right, thank yeah, you. Bye, Bye-bye. Hi. Bye-bye. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Coming back with resident DJ in Orlando, uh DJ Brianna. Uh we'll be right back after this remix from Twisted D.